0: time now for Saskatchewan agriculture today now here's your host Agri News director Jim Smalley
1: agricultural federations are urging NAFTA negotiators to skip farms and ranches if they're looking for sectors in need of a makeover Representatives from farm groups in Canada, the U.S., and Mexico say the current agreement is working well. And Norm Hall, the vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, simply says, "When something is working well, it should be left alone."
2: Canadian Federation of Agriculture has has been working really closely with the uh, American Farm Bureau and the Mexican counterpart, and we came out with a with a joint statement. I guess not demands, but wants that that we have and basically we're looking at at no harm because uh this nafta has uh, done agriculture very well on on all three uh sides of the border and um we don't want to see anything drastically change uh of course there needs to be some modernization of the deals there's some things that are haven't been dealt with in the last uh, number of years so you know, it, it's time to free refresh it, but a lot of industry has has been developed over the last uh, twenty four years under NAFTA, and uh, we don't want to see things change too drastically uh, to change that.
1: At the start of talks on Wednesday, U.S. President Donald Trump's top trade adviser said Trump was not interested in a mere tweaking of the twenty three year old pact, which Trump has threatened to scrap without major changes. It was also signaled that a fight over NAPTA's Chapter 19 trade dispute settlement mechanism will take place. Foreign Affairs Minister Krista Freeland has suggested that Canada could walk away if the U.S. insists on scrapping the Chapter 19 trade dispute settlement system that requires the use of binational panels.
2: We met with with her uh, last Friday, and showed our our support for for her position on on uh, uh, Chapter 19. And it's refreshing to see a minister like her that has the farm knowledge that she does and the uh, the love of farming that she does. Uh, as her dad still farms up in the Peace Area, she she understands the wants and needs of agriculture and and uh, is very in tune to it.
1: Meanwhile, Hall himself farms near Winyard, Saskatchewan, and says harvest is picking up in that area.
2: We've got uh, some of our peas uh, desiccated and and being knocked down now and and. Uh, Canola's coming close, so in the next uh, week or so, we'll be heavy into that.
1: Hall says the crops are looking good, especially compared to other areas of the province this year.
2: We're really fortunate. I've driven around a lot of the province, and, and uh, this uh, east-central part of the province uh, looking really good
1: norm hall is the vice president of the canadian federation of agriculture the dugout at sherwood forest has been drained for the summer it's happening because four kids became sick after swimming in the water at the campground just west of the city and having caught e coli poisoning All four kids between the ages of one and seven did recover from their sickness. Officials with Sherwood Forest say the dugout will be filled again next year, but they will be doing more water collecting samples more often, installing a new filtration system and treating the sand. The campground has become a popular place for people over the past few years, with management saying there were between 300 and 500 people in the water every day, especially back in July when it was hotter than normal. Canada has come out with a list of the country's top 10 invasive plant species. Saskatchewan happens to be home to six of the plants on the list. Cameron Wood is a program director with the Nature Conservancy of Canada. I spoke with him this week about the effects invasive plant species can have on producers.
3: Yeah, and this this list of 10 species, um, there's actually way more invasive species in Canada than that. These are just kind of a list of of some of the worst offenders across the country. And like you said, we have over half of those here in Saskatchewan. Uh, So some of the, the, the worst offenders here in the province are things like leafy spurge, uh, Canada thistle and common tansy. Um, there's, there's a lot of risk, both for agricultural producers as well as to biodiversity. So for producers, uh, it'll kind of get into their crops and it'll affect quality, it'll for, uh, affect yields and production and that sort of thing. Uh, all, it'll also kind of have real costs in terms of having to control them. And In terms of livestock producers, uh, it takes away from a lot of the, the forage value in, in pasture land. So a lot of these invasive species are either very low-quality forage or some of them actually have chemical compounds in them that can be a real kind of irritant to the, to the mouths of cattle or whatever other livestock are grazing. So it's a, a huge kind of deterrent in, term, in terms of losing that uh, forage quality. And in terms of, you know, the biodiversity loss, these invasive species will displace other native plants um, and that kind of changes things for insects Uh, whether that be pollinators or other things, as well as for kind of wildlife in general in terms of altering the habitat they use in terms of what's there for species and structure and that sort of thing.
1: Uh, How did these plants get into the province uh, in the first place?
3: Uh, A lot of them have been around for quite a while now. Uh, Some of them, uh, like purple loosestrife, was actually brought over from uh, Europe uh, as kind of a garden ornamental species, uh, and then it kind of, you know, took took over and kind of escaped from there. Other things would have come from, from elsewhere across the ocean or wherever uh, as kind of contaminants and grain seed, uh, kind of the turn of the century, that sort of thing. Uh, so some of them were introduced uh, on purpose as kind of ornamental species or forage species, and other, other species kind of came over accidentally uh, you know, as part of immigration and that sort of thing.
1: Are invasive plants, uh, do they have more of a potential for a takeover being that they are invasive than, say, a, just uh, something that's native to Saskatchewan but that's a
3: pest? Absolutely, they do. Uh, these invasive species, the reason that they are so prevalent and can take over so readily is that here in Saskatchewan and in Canada in general, they don't have their natural pests that will kind of limit their spread. Uh, so some of the other native species that tend to be kind of uh, weedy or pesky, like you say, um, you know, those things will kind of, kind of encroach or that sort of thing, but, uh, but they've got checks and balances in place in terms of pests, in terms of things evolving to compete with them, and these invas- invasive species that came from elsewhere just don't have that here.
1: Uh, you mentioned that there's more than just the six that we're talking about in Saskatchewan. Is there any particular reason that Saskatchewan uh, seems to have so many invasive species?
3: There's there's countless invasive species all across the province. Um, part of the reason we have so many here is just the variability of our habitat. Everything from the dry grasslands to the south to the parkland to the boreal, each of those areas has different species that are more problematic just because of moisture and habitat and things like that. Uh, also, with some of the you know, agricultural conversion that's happened in the past, it just kind of has created an opportunity to have a foothold, um, but by no means are we any worse for invasive species than elsewhere in the, in the country. For producers, what are some of the best ways to handle invasive species? It really kind of depends on the species and, and how much of a foothold it has. First and foremost is being aware of what you have, and that that goes for producers or even people in the city who might have gardens, uh, is to be aware of what's out there and whether or not any of the species that are there could become invasive. Uh, And from there, you know, it's it's making sure that you can kind of control them. That might be mechanical, things like pulling them or mowing them. Uh, There's some biocontrol options where there's insects that'll control things like leafy spurge, for instance. Um, But sometimes when when these infestations are are really kind of advanced, uh, you know, there's chemical options that we'll have to kind of look at as well in terms of herbicides and that sort of thing. Cameron Wood is a program
1: director with the Nature Conservancy of Canada.
0: The Market Update on The Source
1: 620 CKRM. Prices rose or remained unchanged in early trading today. Durham unchanged at 293.77. dollars Feed barley unchanged at 148.29. Canola is up $4.10 to 4 dollars Flax unchanged at 4.46.25. dollars Oats are up $0.11 cents to $1.64.57. Yellow peas remain unchanged at 288.54, feed wheat also unchanged at 136.48, and number one red spring wheat is up 78 cents to 250.86.
0: The Livestock Report on The Source, 620 CKRM. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartline I stock here in Moose 825 cattle on offer at our sale here on Tuesday. Lots of yearlings on our fair. Here's what happened on Tuesday. These good cows, they're lower again, 91 to 99 sales to a dollar four on them. Real, real high-yielding kind of cows. Big bulls are dollars lower, 114 to 122 sales, right up to 135. Here's what happened. We had 25 black steers. Jack Snyder from up there in the Davidson country, 922 at 180. 1069 weighed red steers from Johnny Marushka at 169. We sold 775 weighed black steers from the Big Money Cattle Company down there in Bengoff at 204 and 50. 588 weighed heifers. they come from Arvill Lugner just out of town here at 162 and 50, and they were far, far from fancy. 769 weighed heifers from Glen Reds and Blacks from Glen Steinhauer at 169. That's what's happening here in Moose Jaw. We're selling every Tuesday for more market information. Give Heartland Livestock Moose Jaw a call at 692-2385. Let's have a great afternoon.
1: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
4: This is the hams market commentary for Friday, August 18th. Hams sold 6,800 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 179 to 189 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 head, selling in a range of 176 to 187 per CKG. 100 index dressed weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, August 18th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 185 even, Ham's Cash, 183.50, Thunder Creek Brickle 189.98 per CKG. Number one salads delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 67 to 74 cents per pound live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened down this morning as well. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up 33 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2647. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.52 cents U.S. With hog weights coming up, slaughter up, and recent weakness in the belly primal, U.S. cash prices are moderating and packers have less incentive to bid aggressively for the available supplies. While expected seasonality is yet to fully develop, there is still talk that more supply will be coming soon, especially as temperatures fall and fresh corn comes available. The market is of the view large supplies are indeed on the way, and while new processing plants will provide a supportive function, the market must nevertheless clear all the additional pork production. Lean hog futures are down again today as long liquidations and technical selling continue to pressure the market lower.
0: Jim Smalley's Agro Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM
1: sunshine today. That sun, though, might be blocked out from a little bit of haze from wildfire smoke, a high of 29. Tonight, a few clouds, hazy skies again, a low of 9 degrees. Sunshine tomorrow, winds out of the northwest at 30 kilometers an hour, gusting all the way up to 50, a high of 27 and a low of 8. Sunshine Monday, a high of 21, a low of 10. Monday, more sunshine, 24 for a high, 8 for a low. Tuesday, a mix of sun and cloud and 25. The normal daytime high this time of year is around 24. The normal overnight low 9 degrees. Sunrise is at 5.52 a.m. Sunset at 8.13 p.m. Around the province, Estevan, Prince Albert, and Swift Current are all setting at 26, 24 in Saskatoon and Yorkton, and Weyburn is 23. Right now in Moose Jaw, partly cloudy and 26, mainly sunny skies here in Regina and 25. That's Saskatchewan agriculture today. Once again, for Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty.